the great Moscow Circus, speaking of which, has arrived in Cape Town and uh, with its fleet of containers and teams of uh, highly skilled men and women who've uh, constructed the enormous uh, big top down there on the uh, foreshore. The show runs from... uh, the 3rd to the 12th of February and uh, to talk to us more about the Great Moscow Circus, uh, which I understand has cost some 80 million rand to bring to South Africa. That seems like an extraordinary amount of money. (laughs) But regardless... It, it's it's here, and, uh, and I'm absolutely desperate to see it. Uh, joining me more is to tell us about the show is uh, Theatre Cricket. Tr- cricket? Thank you for that. I've just popped my teeth in there. Theatre Critic. It's not a tongue twister, and I haven't been drinking. Tracy. Well, at 1am in the morning, I think it is there. <laughs> Tracy, my darling, how are you? I'm terribly well. How are you? I'm well, apart from the fact that I seem to... Suddenly my teeth seem to have become too large for my mouth. And that well, is I'll un- give you a moment to put them back in and Thank then we you can so resume. <laughs> there we are. I, th- I, think, I think we're all set. I think we're all set. So, the great Moscow Circus has arrived in town. Uh, tell us, tell us about, you've seen the show, presumably. I have indeed. I was at the opening on um, Friday night and it, I can understand why it costs so much to bring it here. Ah, tell us, tell us more about it. Well, first of all, the tent itself is absolutely ginormous. It's For people who don't know it is it's at something called Founders Garden, which is the area just behind Artscape where mm. the Zip Zap Circus um, tent currently stands. So it's just behind there. And they've erected this extraordinary tent that takes 1,600 seats. Um, and on Friday night was filled to capacity. And the seats are designed in such a way that nobody sits more than 11 meters away from the center of the stage. So no matter where you, if you have the cheap seats or the more expensive seats, you still get an amazing view. Um, so the, the, contraption, the tent itself is a, is a large structure. And then inside the tent, they have you know, two acts that make use of large steel structures is one way to describe them, which are the one weighs six tons, I think, and the other one weighs eight tons, if you can even imagine that. Incredible. And what, what do they do with those? Well, there's one that looks like, and it's quite difficult to describe, so you really have to go and see it. It's two like long cylinders with um, hoops, steel hoops on either side, and works on like a central cantilever mm. with t- uh, four young men, one in each circle, and it then spins around at this extraordinary speed. At one stage, they get out of the hoops in which they are standing and are just like prancing around in them as if there's nothing really extraordinary about the speed that they're doing. Wow. Um, and then obviously the big one is what is commonly called as the globe of death, which is a large steel ball into which one motorcycle goes and then another and then another. And yes, at, by the end of the act, there are, there are, let me say, more than one, but less than 10 motorcyclists in there all cycling at the same time internally around the circle. It is completely jaw-dropping. Wow. Breathtaking. Yeah. Breathtaking. It is. Um, <laughs> So 65, more than 65 acts, um, I gather, at the uh, Moscow Great, the Great Moscow Circus. Yeah, there's more than 65 individuals. There's not, not necessarily 65 acts as such. I mean, I think they, you know, besides the, the acts have got more than one person in them. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, so that the clowns, for example, who slip in and out, there's two of them, and they are hilarious. There is something quite special about Russian clowning. You know, they tend to yes. You know, easy. It's much. They seem to have an ability to laugh at themselves, which we don't necessarily have so much. <laughs> um, and it really and is an art, isn't it? Cl- clowning it is. in that context really is an art. 
It definitely. I mean, you know, if you have a look at some of the best clowns in the world, and I'm sure people can think of someone like Charlie Chaplin, for example, mm. you know, who really, and there's, there's quite a path, underlying pathos to it as well. Mm. Which is, you can sense it, interesting enough, and I think given, you know, the fact that the majority of these artists are from Russia and the clowns in particular, you can understand why they'd also be kind of, you know, quite a, a depth of, of of thought behind their performances. Sure, sure. No, indeed, indeed. Uh, what were what were some of the some of the things that stood out for you? You've talked about the the motorcyclists in the Globe of Death. I I, I cannot wait for that. Um, but but yeah. what else what else stood out for you? I mean, presumably some really incredible acrobatics as well. Yeah, they are. You know, and as much as the ones with the engineering are spectacular, and really you sit on the edge of your seat and you cannot actually believe what's happening in front of your eyes, especially when the Globe of Death opens at one stage with all these motorcycles in it. But I'll leave that for you to discover when you watch it, Sarah. Um, but okay. you know, the, the, the human um, ability and, and the amount of training that goes into what they do are, are in that ring. So the acrobats, as you suggest, are just phenomenal. You know, they, they have a trampoline act in the beginning with four, three trampolinists. Um, I think there's a word such as trampolinist. I will, perhaps I just made that up. No, I think that's um, quite right. <laughs> And they they have a, a, a perspex box in the centre, and then leap from trampolines up onto this you know five metre high structure. But it's just the power of their bodies propelling them up, and you know launching themselves up from these trampolines. And of course, while they're doing it, they just throw in a few double somersaults and backflips. And you know, so watching them, there's a little girl in front of me watching. And in fact, it, part of the joy of watching the circus, I think, is watching the children who are watching the circus because they are completely. As much as the adults are enchanted, I think for children it is quite a, a special magical thing to see things that you just can't believe in front of your eyes. Um, the other one that you can't believe in front of your eyes is Sixto and Lucia, who change their costumes literally in the blink of an eye. And if you've ever struggled to get ready to go out and you like, you know, take half an hour to change and your partner's waiting for you and asking, you know, when are you ever going to be ready? Yes. You perhaps perhaps asking her for her Magical wardrobe would be a great idea because she literally changes outfits in under a minute, under a minute from a, a you know, a, a little black stinky evening gown into a wedding gown. And her name is what? Sorry, Tracy. Her name is, her name is Lucia, but right. her partner's name is Sixto. Ah. Oh. <laughs> don't ask where, don't ask where the name's from. They are from Havana in Cuba. Ah. Oh. So perhaps it has some exotic Cuban meaning, but they are quite delightful to watch. Um, you know, he's, he's got a, a hairstyle which Elvis himself would have been a little bit jealous of. Super. Um, and, and, you know, lots of sequins and glittery clothes. But and I, I have no idea how many outfits she actually changes in and out of, but they are just amazing. She covers herself in like a, like a tube and then she's got different clothes on. And then suddenly she doesn't even cover herself in a tube and she just turns around and she's got different clothes on. And I still don't know how they're doing it. They obviously did it. I might have to go back to just look really closely to see if I can figure it out. Yeah, absolutely. It, it was lovely that you were talking there about watching the little girl in front of you. I remember uh, my first my first visit to the, probably my first and only actually, if I'm honest. I've, actually, no, I, I did Cirque du Soleil, which isn't a circus, but the, well, it is, isn't it? But it's a, it's a different sort of kettle mm. of fish. But I remember uh, my first trip to the circus and going through the, the sort of curtains in, 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 the, in the big top and, and being absolutely an element of fear as well. <laughs> as well actually I think fear of the unknown but but excitement and and just absolute awe and amazement um so I think you're right I think to uh, to take some little people down and and, and watch them I mean in in addition
addition to being absolutely mesmerised uh, yourself, it would be lovely to uh, to take the kids down and, and have a and have a look. Uh, tell us about the. It wouldn't be complete if we didn't talk about the ringmaster. Yeah, so the ringmaster is an interesting chap. His name is Stanislav Kniakos. I think I'm repeating your tooth trick. <laughs> I think it's like, I'm not, I don't think he's a big fan of Cape Talk. Not that he wouldn't be, but I don't think, I, he's, he's probably training. A, he's not <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think he's awake at this hour, maybe. So I don't think you've offended him. <laughs> so, I mean, of course, you know, Moscow being Moscow has got um, a school of circus arts. And which is where he studied. Um, a lot of a lot of the performers, I think, have trained there. Um, he's he's been in the business for a very long time, and I think he's been to South Africa before. Actually, before he came here, he was touring with the Ringling Brothers and the Barnum Bailey Circus, which of course is a very different type of circus, um, which is sadly shutting its doors now. Or not sadly, you know, I think they have a different model. Mm. Um, and he's you know a bit of a charmer and a very thick Russian accent which is uh, one has to listen to quite carefully but he keeps everybody under a fine whip and mm. spends a lot of time fighting with the clowns who are you know take do tricks and he himself does you know a bit of magic and I think it's just watching the repertoire between him and the clowns is also an interesting dynamic and yeah he's just you know quite quite a charmer mm, mm. oh and he sounds reason <laughs> he and his large whip sound reasonable <laughs> I can say that because it's 17 minutes yeah, past I one. Gonna, I was going to nope. admonish you, but it is past 1 a.m. and it's anybody past one that, I'm not Peter Hudson. It's fine. It's past no. 1 o'clock in the morning. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I think that sounds absolutely fantastic. Uh, just tell us, um, Tracy, about sort of tickets and how we can get hold of tickets. And can we film there as well? Because that's another. Can we take our cameras in? Yes, you can take. I mean, oh, that's also the wonderful thing is the little girl. The little girl in front of me took her dad's cell phone, and without any instruction. I mean, I suppose it goes to show how, you know, what children these days are capable of. She couldn't have been more than four, and uh, whenever it took her fancy, she filmed on the cell phone. She just stood up and she filmed all on her own. She knew exactly what to do, and maybe that's what four-year-olds do these days. So yes, you are more than welcome to film and take video you just can't use a flash and that's most and particularly through, you know when they're doing the acrobatics and that because any kind of diversion of their attention can literally be deadly yeah so literally. you can film but without a flash um and the ticket has actually been extended for an additional two days so it's now um performing until the 14th when it literally packs up and goes straight to Bloemfontein. Wow. And tickets are available at CompuTicket. And as you know, you can do that online or people can go into the nearest ShopRite or Checkers. And there is also a box office on the foreshore. So if people are working in town and they want to take a stroll down in lunchtime and, and have a look at the, at the tent, they can do and then purchase their tickets there. Wonderful stuff. And I just had a look at, uh, at the tent online. It really is quite a specta- yeah, spectacle, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. A word of advice to take something warm and to not wear high heel shoes because it's quite an uneven surface, surface around the tent and it does get really chilly, particularly on the foreshore, even if it feels like it's a, been a balmy day in Cape Town, that foreshore wind has got a particular iciness about it. That is excellent advice. There's nothing worse than sitting, <laughs> sitting through a show <laughs> and being distracted by the fact that you're freezing your... Yeah. Finger now, finger <laughs> fingertips off. Uh, just, just reassure us, Tracy. No animals being used. No, you know I think that, you know they've definitely. 
um, heeded the call from from individuals and you know realized themselves that a circus is no, is no place for an animal. And you know when you've got such human beings capable of such magnificent feats, one guy who I forgot to mention dislocates his shoulder blades in front of you, right, um, and contorts himself into positions that. I think probably, you know, one last saw when one read the Kama Sutra. And <laughs> he is, you know, when you have when you have a, a physical acts like that, there's really no need to put animals through the kind of treatment they've endured for years. And Absolutely so right. Absolutely right. I'm I'm right behind you on that one, Tracy. Tracy, thanks so much for joining us. What an absolute gas. It's been, it's been fabulous. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. And uh, possibly you say you might be heading down there again. I'm desperately going to try and get get tickets because I think it would be absolutely super. And as I say, I haven't been to the, been to the circus since I was a wee little thing. And uh, I think that would be a real treat uh, for me and, and a little one this week. Uh, yeah. Tracy, Tracy Saunders, uh, theatre critic, talking to us there about the Great Moscow Circus. And uh, as you heard, you can get tickets from CompuTicket and the uh, website uh, for the Great Moscow Circus is uh, www.greatmoscowcircus.coza.